It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka um, James Earl Jones, Lost Son, Protege, Prodigy, aka How Do I Get This Ashiness on My Elbows, <laughs> aka Who Gonna Suck? Who gonna suck this toe? Who, who gonna who gonna suck the toe? Okay. Who I tell you who? These are questions we need to know. All right, let me stop. Bringing you episode, I think ten. I think that deserves a celebration. Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode ten. Yeah, yeah. Episode ten. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Yes. So this is uh, episode ten of uh, Switches Sites podcast. Uh, the gaming gaming mainly gaming with uh you know some nerd culture in there as well that at least i find relevant in that respect so um today's date is uh 6 29 technically on a saturday record at midnight uh normally was planning to record earlier but didn't really find any interesting tidbits that really Tickled my fancy, if you will. Excuse me, until now. So, um, we just gonna go off the cuff, uh, at least for this episode. Uh, we obviously came off the uh, brunt of E3, so pretty much uh, normally, yeah, generally after E3, it's like a, a pretty fair lull in terms of gaming news, but I did find some stuff that I did happen to, uh, um miss so i'll address some of that also um probably elaborate more on some of my game and escapades lately uh, as well as maybe uh do some experimentation with this podcast because why not it's a podcast experiment right so yes first tidbit of news uh we'll get into Actually, let's start off. Let's start off with. um, We'll start off with uh, MPDs, actually. So I'm kind of fascinated by uh, game sales. Um, And I thought, you know what? I say every now and then or if I catch it, why not? Um, If there isn't any, I guess, more pressing topics to discuss, why not cover uh, MPDs? So. Uh, that's what we'll do. So, um, of course, referring to the era that is reset, aka reset era, um, uh, going by Zuj EX's post uh, that he, I'm pretty sure, uh, I, I'm, I know he does pretty much pretty regularly or monthly of MPDs of the previous month. So, I say it's uh, worth exploring some of these analytics, shall we? I think we shall. So, um, let's just go over some of the software rankings and kind of provide my viewpoint on them. Uh, so, um, for the month of May, uh, the top 20 best selling titles, uh, this includes physical and digital sales, uh, apparently. Um, with, uh, some exceptions for some titles. But I, it depends, and I'll uh, differentiate if so. So, um, first, you know what? Just to keep the suspense going, we'll go uh, the top 10, starting from 10 all the way up. So, number 10, we got NBA 2K19. You know, the, the, the black, the, <laughs> why, do, why they, why they got to be black? Why they got to be black? Why'd I go there? <laughs> uh, in my head, I'm just thinking of... Uh, uh, the black Hokage and all ignorant 
ignorant uh, uh black um not ignorant that's not really the right right word well in terms of personification let me go let me let me let me let, let's be respectful obviously come on now um yeah it seemed like every time every if i'm uh surfing on twitch is always some ignorant uh person playing nba 2k i guess that's kind of the nature of the game you can't really be respectful and um play a game like nba i don't think without you know getting some emotion passion into it but i digress so uh and i can't really talk actually i'd be a hypocrite because uh i did get nba 2k19 recently uh there was a sale uh i think around the nba finals where you can get this damn game for like three dollars um both on both platforms xbox one and ps4 possibly steam too but that was crazy i was like that might be worth it you know scanning your face in and playing um you know the role-playing aspect of it uh you're my player where you play the story mode i think that for me that'd be worth it at least the last one i played was two Jesus, 2K16, I mean, 2K, uh, 2K6, so that's like, oh, six, that's the original Xbox, but, unless, yeah, uh, number nine, Minecraft, is anybody surprised? I'm not, uh, number eight is, uh, MLB19, the show, um, I guess that came around, came out this month or I mean uh, the month of May I think that's roughly around baseball season I could be totally wrong I don't know not surprised though number seven Red Dead Redemption 2 um that seems expected I can believe that uh, I guess none of these aren't necessarily outlandish or like totally surprising, but they're there. Uh, number six, Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, I don't know. For some reason, I'm surprised this is at at this current spot. But I mean, when you think of the whole um kind of nature of the whole game, it, it kind of makes sense. So. Uh, number five, I swear, I don't believe I, how this, this, this game always leads me into disbelief constantly. And, uh, I just don't get it. But at the same time I do, but then when I think about it more, I still don't get it. And that is Grand Theft Auto five, six. Not even, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Six damn years. This game has been staying, staying at at least the top 10, I want to say. Top 10 for sure. I mean, obviously, Grand Theft Auto Online is um, giving it a lot of legs, but like outside of that, it's, I don't like who doesn't have the game already like is like is somebody just buying these just purposefully again um one theory i do have is that i know at least this has been within like maybe the last six months but grand theft auto has been doing this sale where they sell the base game along with this uh super uber um uh, shark pass shark cards, which I believe is like, you know, purchasing, uh, in-game currency. Basically my theory is that, um, at least from what I've seen, they've always been ridiculously cheap, uh, with that bundle. I think people actually just buy that game again in order to get these shark cards. Cause it's, uh, I would assume, uh, technically cheaper than just buying a shark card itself. And maybe you get a, you know, get an extra code to give to somebody else or something like that. That's at least my theory. But even even with that, that was only recently. And still, it's, you know, still staying in the top 10 from what I've always seen. 
that is just so crazy to me. I don't know. It's like, who hasn't bought this game already? It seems like just how crazy it sells. You would assume that it would obviously the sales would go down because it's selling. So it's sold <laughs> by now. It should have been and it should be in everybody's homes or hands. I don't know. Um, just impressive. Nonetheless, bravo to Rockstar for that, man. You can see now uh, they not even in a rush to make Grand Theft Auto 6. I mean, this game is still in the top t- top 10. Ah, I will never understand that. That always confuses me. It's a great game, though, obviously, so it technically does speak for itself in that aspect. OK, now friend raving about Grand Theft Auto 5. Uh, Number four, Rage 2. Um, I'm actually interested with this, that this game is, is, is in this spot. It seems like it hasn't really been. I haven't heard a lot of word about it at the time that it was like really notable. I mean, I think everybody, I think the consensus is that it's, you know, generally a pretty good game. But maybe, I don't know, for me, it's not when I instantly would go go out for and go and get but i do understand i guess to some extent that uh it's doing well i think it and it did have a pretty strong it felt like it had a pretty strong marketing camp uh, campaign too from you know a lot of the avenues i've seen and stuff so in turn that does kind of make sense uh number three a game i have no clue about whatsoever so it would have really no base or um, antithesis of uh, this game's sales potential. Uh, Total War Three Kingdoms. I have no clue what this game is. I, I'm assuming it's an RTS for PC, and that's all I have. So I'll leave it at that. Um, next, we have number two. Days gone. Wow. This goes to show you uh, how how just having a zombie theme game can get you in uh, some pretty big places. But at the same time, uh, at least I played a little bit of the game. I rented it for a bit and took it back. But now I recently bought it and plan to play it uh, sometime soon. And it was old. From what I played, it was decent, but then again, I didn't put too much time into it to really like make a verdict on it. But I enjoy it from what, what I played, so I could I could see people's uh, interest in the game in that aspect. So technically, not surprised by the spot, but at the same time, uh, I know critically it wasn't as well received as you know uh, Sony's other big big titles, big homemakers, big breadwinners. So good on days going. At least that definitely secures a sequel, which I'm, I'm definitely would be interested in seeing. Um, regardless, I like the concept of a Sons of Anarchy meets Walking Dead type vibe, which I could definitely get behind. I, I liked what I played. So and then number one, don't really think there's a prize to anybody, really. Um, Mortal Kombat 11. I think this game definitely deserves it. And I guess it's actually a great segue now that I think about it. Um, actually, I just started getting back to playing this game uh, recently this week. Um, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty great game. It's a pretty great game. <laughs> it's a pretty great game. <laughs> I'm money hungry. It's a pretty great game. So, um, some aspects I do like about the game is the um, lost my train of thought. Um, the not the the emphasis on combos. I think it's I do like that. It you're rewarded. Not as much for um, doing high 
high amounts of combos, even though the potential is there. But at least from what I played, it feels like it's that's not the big emphasis, which is generally at least what I feel for most games, kind of the big rule of thumb or, you know, you can't be a fighting game unless you have ridiculously long, extensive combos that you can't like do 100 percent of the time. And if you can't, then this is not the game for you. You know, that that type of formula, if you will. But um, with this um, Mortal Kombat, I don't know. I feel like I just it feels like it clicks for some reason. And I it's hard to really describe it, but it just feels like I'm understanding it more. And I do like attribute that to a lot of um, the mechanics of the game, as well as, uh, you know, this is one of the very few games that actually, you know, tells you first off, like statistics in terms, you know, frame data and stuff like that, which, you know, you have to research and look into online and try to get data and check what other people uh, you know, for other games, which I definitely hope that is uh, becomes the norm, you know, for fighting games more since that's it's kind of not not as much a mystery nowadays in terms of like, you know, let's keep this hidden. So, you know, people have that element of discovery, which I think for some other, you know, folks, that is kind of maybe the appeal in some aspects. But at least for me personally, Oh, that's definitely one aspect I do like about Mortal Kombat 11 is that they do show a lot of great aspects in terms of making it more user friendly for, you know, people that aren't deep into fighting games or, you know, um, get easily discouraged in fighting games. Um, I definitely approve. So um, managed to play online a couple matches and uh the, the net code, uh, I think, is pretty good. Um, I didn't have too many issues. I do like a lot of aspects of it. It does tell you up front if the person is um, wireless or wired in, which definitely will tell you a lot of information or off the bat in terms of if you want to, you know, match up with this dude that will, like, obliterate your ass based off of... Uh, you know, having a horrible connection. So stuff like that, as well as, you know, uh, telling you their ping time, obviously for, which I think is generally at least the basis for most fighting games that they do tell you that information. So I would, that should, that should be like a mandate for all fighting games. Uh, just period. Just cause that is so like, so damn essential in terms of, um, you know, ensuring, uh, well, not necessarily ensuring, just giving you a fair kind of base to, you know, determine if you should fight this person or not. Uh, and, you know, not get creamed on unfair bases, basically. So, uh, definitely hope that that becomes the standard to some extent. Um, and it seems like something that's pretty simple to do, I would assume, but who knows? So, um, the crypt is pretty fun. Actually, uh, encouraged me to, uh, you know, start exploring the crypt a little bit. Just overall, um, it, it kind of actually gave me similar feelings as, uh, to, uh, the older Mortal Kombat's, um, the good ones, <laughs> like, uh, um, Deadly Alliance and, uh, uh Deception. They were both, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed those, even though, you know, it's kind of the controversial, like, uh, it's 3D and, you know, uh, styles and stuff, but at least at the time, it felt revolutionary and fun, so, um, but yeah, overall, I just feel like things are clicking more and, um, I'm able to get inputs and, uh, combos somewhat reliably, which, uh, I don't know. I've struggled to some extent, depending on the game. Um, but 
uh, in general, like I said, it, again, it, it, it's not as much of an emphasis in terms of um, in terms of, um, you know, execution of insanely long combos, even though those options are technically still there for a fair amount of characters. So, of course, you know, me being a black man, I have to, you know, I, I kind of feel entitled to represent my uh, my culture. Uh, so based off that uh, fact, uh, you know, I only had to roll with jacks. You know, it was only necessary. Um, so definitely been playing with him a bit. Really like his play style. Um, you're encouraged for being aggressive, which generally it depends. I, I come. I'm. I kind of. I feel like I kind of tend to go back and forth in terms of being more defensive or aggressive. It it just varies based off the character I'm playing, but knowing this character and, you know, kind of the mindset you need to have to be successful with him. Um, I found a lot of enjoyment of playing with him and, and, uh, you know, in that aspect, you know, um, messing with the different attributes and abilities and, and, uh, you know, mixing and matching. So, been uh finding great enjoyment of that uh online i'm very surprised that i've not been getting my my ass obliterated like uh i have felt in various fighting games to the point of immense discouragement and embarrassment and ultimately uh me going like this game this is some bull and then just drop drop it completely so um, I, I, the, the crypt does also, um, send this little dopamine. Um, it, it feels like at least, you know, kind of getting rewarded for doing the time towers, which are basically, you know, against the, um, against the, uh, NPCs or, I mean, uh, AI characters and stuff like that to earn currency and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, man, I've been, uh, pretty, uh, surprisingly, I'm surprisingly enjoying it a fair amount. So, um, yeah. Also, I did, uh, I think what also kind of got me into it too was, uh, I, uh, got these custom, uh, D pads, uh, for the PS4 controller They're called, uh, what are they called? Battle Beaver Customs, where they make execution a little bit more easier in terms of, each D-pad uh, section, like up, down, left, right, are separate of one another, which in turn um, gives you better execution. At least I've definitely noticed when uh, messing with the D-pad. Um, so they mess with that. Um, been liking the feel of it overall. And in turn, been having a hell of a time, man. Um, so, yeah. Curious to see how long that goes. I'll probably start messing with some other characters and that might further improve my interest in the game. I'm thinking next I'm trying to mess with uh, Aaron Black, maybe a little Luke Kang. I don't know yet. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, so um, surprisingly, like in Mortal Kombat. So rightfully, I say um, in the number one spot. So. Uh, yeah, let's see. Um, so next we'll go, um, and talk about Monster Hunter World Iceborne. So the, uh, closed beta, uh, came out today actually, or technically yesterday, but, um, came out today for exclusively for PlayStation, or PS Plus users, or no, if you're on PS Plus, you get to play the weekend of uh, the 21st through the 24th, and then next weekend, um, regular PlayStation users uh, will get to play um, that following weekend. So, uh, so yeah, I did play through the whole thing. Um, played through the first three. Well, there were only three through technically three quests in the in the beta. Um, the first one is Great Jagras. Second is the new, new like semi flagship monster. I forgot its name. 
um the caribou looking <laughs> caribou looking uh diablos wannabe looking uh cousin of cousin of diablos looking i forgot his name but pretty sure y'all know what i mean um and then third was good god the tigrex tigrex um just as vicious as ever um but uh managed to beat all of those and uh if for every quest you uh for each quest you beat uh you unlock a um a pack that goes with your um when you when you uh, get or buy the retail version of the game you'll get those added uh packs like you know um potions and like items to combine stuff with to create stuff and stuff like that so pretty cool incentive to play the betas and uh beat them um i do like the cool uh new additions they made i only messed with a couple um i messed with the uh long sword the two new moves and the grapple hook claw grapple claw i forgot the term but uh basically the move that lets you instantly grapple while unseathed on uh monsters as well as shoot too so pretty awesome additions uh can't wait to you know experiment with that more to see what that's about they also have the uh the monster riding in the game and i mean in the beta I got to mess with that. That was pretty cool. So basically it's like it felt very similar to um the taxi system in uh Grand Theft Auto in a weird sense where basically you can um ride the monster, uh open up your map while you're riding the monster to specify a specific waypoint where it'll go to after you specify it. And what else? Um, you can pick up items on the way. So whatever it comes by, you can just hit the circle as if you're walking or running and uh, you'll pick up the item while you're riding the monster, too. So all in all, uh, you can also jump off of it in attack, too. But all uh, all in all, pretty great additions uh, to the game. So definitely looking forward to uh, when the full game releases. But uh, it's a in my book so far. Can't wait to see all the monsters uh, that come out. It was one huge hint in um, the uh, new snow map, which uh, two of the last two quests take place in. It showed this weird skunk looking monster, which it clearly because, uh, you know, obviously for a lot of the monsters or, or smaller monsters, they're like a, a, a relative of the, you know, um, primary monster in most of the games. So I, I saw this weird looking like it looked like a skunk, but it wasn't a skunk. It looked like a skunk and like a a skunk and a raccoon just had nasty, dirty sex. And it was this monster. So um, I'm curious to see what the, you know, actual monster primary monster is of that um, in terms of that line, but, um, I forgot what it was called. It was like a slurm or something, a lerm loom. I think slurm, but I'm probably completely wrong on that, but I'm fascinated to see what that actual monster is going to be. It probably is going to be like, you know, subpar monster that, you know, before you get in a big nitty gritty, uh, G rank stuff or something like that, even though technically, no, I think the entirety of these new monsters and this whole new continent is going to be technically G rank, I believe. So, but yes, yes, either way, all in all, looking forward to it. Can't wait for it to come out. Uh, it feels, it feels long and close at the same time, if that makes sense. So, uh, yeah. Next topic of discussion. Um, Microsoft laid off staff at Inside Xbox and Mixer. R.I.P. R.I.P. Press F to uh pay respects. Um, I'm of course it's no laughing matter when people you know uh get laid off, lose their jobs because that I definitely can understand that 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 
sucks. So, um, yeah, so at least uh, according to Twitter, it was a couple of employees of Inside Xbox that, you know, they included a couple of their friends in and it seems like all of them were obviously in the same department. And uh, yeah, basically acknowledging like, yeah, just got laid off. So what are we going to do? Just got to look for something else. So um, and yeah, basically, they're all of the inside Xbox team and uh, Mixer. Um, Some aspect of Mixer, like Mixer producers, I forgot the term, but not all of Mixer, but it seemed like, I guess, the front end or um, displaying end, if you will, of Mixer. So that at least seems to indicate that Mixer seems to be possibly on its last legs because God knows they they are pushing, (laughs) pushing that platform hard to be something that it potentially just may not be capable to be. Um, but you know, only time will tell. Um, and you know, for those that don't know, uh, mixer is basically at least what I see it as is a competitor to, you know, Twitch in terms of a streaming platform to stream your games on. Uh, if you're on the Xbox one, um, you'll, you have it as one of the apps or, you know, tabs to go to on the Xbox app. They, you know, push it in your face all the time in terms of, hey, do you want to see this person stream this game you're about to play? Please, uh, please, please, please let us uh, we need uh, let us uh, we want to we want to make Mixer work, please. Uh, <laughs> at least that's kind of the impression I get uh, from Mixer. It just it just seems like the what's the best analogy you think about Mixer? Mixer is like the little brother that wants to play the game, but a bigger brother, it's his game. So obviously, hey, you know, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna come in my territory and play my game because it's my game. So when, when, when I'm not, when I'm not playing, maybe you could play, maybe, but no, otherwise, no. So <laughs> Twitch is the big brother to Mixer being small little brother. So it's probably maybe the best. There's probably a much more uh, uh, descriptive or clear, clear analogy than I presented. But I think that somewhat summarizes it very well, fairly well. So, uh, but yeah, definitely hope the, the folks that were laid off uh, get on their feet. I'm pretty sure they will. Um, uh, but yeah, just at least what kind of it indicates in terms of Xbox is, uh, you know, production and, uh, other efforts trying to make a, you know, platform that rival Twitch, uh, at least so far does not seem to be working that well. So but we'll see. Next topic of discussion. EACO. E-A-C-E-O <laughs> says that uh, Anthem is not working very well, but uh, vows to stick with it and Bioware. So uh, this was an article from PC Gamer uh, earlier um, yesterday, technically on interview. So basically, you know, that uh, despite Anthem's, you know, issues and I heard a lot of stuff uh, after, you know, uh just atrocity that has been anthem in that extent that you know people aren't are leaving the game so in turn now it's being harder to match make with people in games now for the people that still do want to play and then in turn that's gonna uh get people to not play because there's not people to play with in a timely manner and things like that so um very curious to see how this is going to turn around. But I mean, we have seen, you know, some success stories of, you know, games that uh, seem like they were all on their last legs, um, you know, in a um, despair of nothingness <laughs> and just being straight up canceled. Um, but, you know, made a immense turnaround in like our, some of the bigger games or more popular games than, um, you know, what are, what is out today, 
Um, a couple examples come to mind, which is uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Um, that had a huge turnaround. No one that came out. That was like it. It felt just not good. But um, it's 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 a pretty legit game now. I've been interested in playing it a little bit more too. Um, and then technically, No Man's Sky, even though that's not necessarily multiplayer, even though they added multiplayer to it, but it's possible. But uh, I don't know. In today's gaming market, it and it seems like it's kind of a slim pickings, and the odds are against EA. Um, also. <laughs> Also piggybacking on EA in terms of let's just let's just throw all these tomatoes at EA because they deserve it. They deserve it so much. They're horrible. They're a horrible company. Uh, outside of you know respawn, which are they're great people, but you know just the corporation in general. So let me look up this this dumbass term. Or a phrase that this idiot, um, I, I hope he isn't the CEO. I swear to God, I swear to God, if he's the CEO, I swear to God, I'm gonna do absolutely nothing. If he's the CEO, I, sw- I swear, I swear, I'm, a, I'm not gonna do a damn thing. So, um, as I'm looking it up, basically. Um, I believe the CEO of, uh, EA made some dumb or very like insensitive, insensitive, not the good, not, not the best word, but like just, just a tone deaf comment about, um, uh, loot boxes specifically that like, oh yeah, um, uh, we're not gonna call them loot boxes anymore. We're gonna call them this stupid, dumb, even more obvious, like, dare I say, pretentious term in terms of like, it felt kind of offensive when you think about it. Like, like our do, do y'all really take us for being that stupid as a you know gamers as a whole to like you know accept that. <laughs> You know, it's like it's a threshold, I'd say. But Jesus is like completely in our face all about it, which uh, I don't I don't really I don't really fly with me. I don't I don't I don't really fly with me. So, OK, so I think I found it. Let's look it up. I'm trying to find out who specifically who specifically made this dumbass comment. Um, oh, God. OK, so uh, this is uh, from PC games uh, dot com, PC games dot com. So Kerry Hopkins, EA's vice president of legal and government affairs insists that the company's randomized <laughs> let me get my <laughs> let me get my uh let me uh, let me get my shitty uh shitty uh exact voice i'm gonna try to find it i'm gonna try to find it um <laughs> I, I can't even i'm trying to i'm trying hold on let me gotta find my zen let me find my zen okay so um, insists insists that the company's randomized purchase. Right. Okay, so Harry Hopkins, EA's VP of Legal and Government Affairs, uh, insists that the company's randomized purchases aren't loot boxes, but rather surprise mechanics in an or evidence session with the UK Parliament's Digital Culture Media and Sport Committee. So Hopkins compares the the mechanics to surprise toys, which have been around for years, whether it's Kinder Eggs or Hatchimals or LOL Surprise. 
this is so <laughs> so damn stupid. In response to questions from Scottish National Party MP Brandon O'Hara Hopkins says, "We do think the way we have implemented these kinds of mechanics and FIFA, of course, is a big win. A FIFA ultimate team in your apex is actually quite ethical and quite fun." quite enjoyable to people. We do agree with the UK Gambling Commission, the Australian Gambling Commission, and many other gambling commissions that they aren't gambling. And we also disagree that there's evidence that shows it leads to gambling. Instead, we think it's like many other products that people enjoy in, in a healthy way. And like, like the element of surprise. Dumbass comment. Stupid. I will punch him in his face right now. I swear to God. I swear to God. I swear to God. <sighs> you know. It's, it's, uh, the stupidity of it all. It is so dumb. My God. They decided the regular not the courts decided that under the local law these mechanics under certain circumstances violate the law stupid it's so dumb so basically kind of summarizing it all that that they're not loot boxes they're surprise mechanics and they're quite ethical they're loot boxes dude they're loot boxes so <laughs> Any way you put it, they're loot boxes. You're going to pay for them. If you're paying for a randomized chance to get a said item, that's pretty much a loot box. Any way you, any way you put it, any dumb uh, name that you try to mask it as, it's a loot box. So, ugh, I swear. How did some of these people get... It blows my mind. Let me let me stop because uh, as as uh, I'm getting heated, I'm getting hot. It's getting hot in here. Uh, next topic of discussion: uh, Gears Five will not have loot boxes. <laughs> oh man, I, what a perfect segue! Oh my god, so. From a company that just doesn't 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 get it uh, to a company that does get it. So uh, they did announce, um, I think, uh, well, sometime this week, uh, the coalition, uh, I think, in a community post uh, that basically um, Gears 5 is going to have no season pass, no gear packs. DLC maps are free for matchmaking and private play. I'm not sure where else, how they worded that kind of insinuates that it could be paid some other way or you have to pay for it in another mode potentially, but I don't think so. I doubt it. Um, and uh, exclusive earnable content in the all new tour duty system, which uh, they seem to be keeping pretty vague as to what that actually is. And then uh, all store purchases are direct, so no RNG, a random number generator. Uh, so you always know what you you will get. So uh, that that's definitely one one issue I I kind of have with Gears Four, where uh, specifically because it has loot boxes, uh, but it felt fair to an extent where you know you can earn them legitimately in terms of earning the currency by just playing the game but in some aspects um i don't know i feel like just the randomization of it all i think just it's like encouraging and discouraging at the same time because you like put a lot of time into it to try to get the you know weapon or character that you want and then you know you keep getting these sweet ass loot boxes and earning them, but not getting you know the items you want. So at least maybe somewhat of a compromise. 
I, I at least personally would have felt would have been a you know great way to go about it, which they kind of have is that you can buy characters and skins outright if you have enough currency or uh, I forgot there's a currency for burning your cards or uh, breaking down your cards or duplicates or whatever, um, which felt pretty fair, but it didn't have everybody or every item that it it felt like you could, you know, get in the game in general. So they could have probably made it made it more reasonable that way or, you know, making it like I don't see why why it's so difficult or unrealistic to just have loot boxes, but just not have every item you earn be random or let me rephrase that. Not every random item you get be be um an item you've already you already have or already had. Well, I guess if you you know deleted or removed the item or sold it, then you know it would come back in the fray for you to earn it again. But outside of that, I feel like it's a good compromise because I'm pretty sure the time frame it will take for you to get all the items or earn them earn them all pretty much sum up to i guess you know the ideal time or you know that probably the developers would prefer for you to play the game even though i think maybe they unrealistically want you to play the game you know technically forever but you know i digress but um it's good that yeah now at least we don't even have to worry about loot boxes so even has me more excited for gears I'll, uh, you know, not have that, I guess, conflict in terms of, uh, hope I get that one skin I've been looking at today. Cause man, if I don't, <laughs> if I don't, I'm just gonna, gonna throw my, throw my Xbox away. Cause I'm done <laughs> just because I can't, just because I can't earn a specific skin. I'm done. Like, this is stupid. I'm done with this game because I can't get weapon. It's just so damn. I hate it. No, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Thanks, Gears Five. Appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, that's a lot of goodwill, and uh, specifically the DLC maps, because I know that's always seems to or feels to be a point of um separation between um players so you know if i have the map pack but then my friends don't then like they don't want to it's just makes <laughs> and kind of invalidates the reason i purchased the dlc maps because now i can't play if my friends can't play and things like that so i think that should be kind of like uh hopefully in the future a standard as well to you know not require, um, you know, uh, DLC maps to have a paywall. So, you know, people that don't fully want to commit into the game kind of be punished for that. Um, but yeah. And then now with Xbox game pass ultimate, at least I think that's also gonna kind of, um, break down a barrier too. So now more people will want to play, which in turn will just, uh, provide a bigger, richer pool for people to, you know, play games and stuff like that. It's all in all really positive stuff. So man, loving it, loving it. And man, I am kicking myself in the damn foot. Uh, can you do that? I guess I technically, I forgot the damn term. I forgot what is move either way. Um, uh, for those that may not know, uh, might save you some coin. Um, Apparently, with the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate upgrade, so if you have, I believe it's going on until the end of June. If you have uh, a current active Xbox Live uh, subscription or a prepaid subscription, um, or you know, stocked or banked, because you can, I believe the rule is you can store up to three years worth of uh, Xbox Live subscription you know, uh, prepaying like the prepaid cards in advance, or whatever, and adding the code, um, you can convert that to Xbox game pass ultimate, which basically gives you, um, Xbox game pass for PC, Xbox game pass for Xbox and the next Xbox. And 
uh, the Xbox Live Gold service, um, you'll get the same uh, amount of years. So basically, if you upgrade for a dollar, I believe it will upgrade your current um, subscription you have banked uh, instantly to Xbox Live Ultimate. Uh, so basically, you'll get the benefits of Xbox Live Ultimate without having to pay extra because technically it's it costs more um, to have a year of X, Xbox Live uh, Game Pass Ultimate than Xbox or standard Xbox Live Gold. So it's some trickery going on there. But um, if you can juke the system, it's uh, I say it's worth it, you know. Um, so little tidbit, if you did not know and, you know, saved you, saved you some coin there, bro. Save you some coin. So, um, but yeah, all in all good news for gears five, making it shape up to be a pretty great game, even though it didn't have a strong showing at E3. Um, but definitely looking forward to the beta, which I feel, I think is coming out next month. So. That's gonna be pretty, pretty damn enticing. Pretty damn enticing. So, okay. So, that's pretty much all I had, at least uh, for our topics today. Um, pretty somewhat, somewhat semi slow news off the, you know, cusp of E3. So, um, but I guess we'll go on kind of what I've been playing in general. Um, like I said earlier, Mortal Kombat 11, uh, at least last weekend, uh, played, uh, No More Heroes 1 and 2. That was a great ass time. Man, <laughs> forgot how great those games were. Definitely, definitely, uh, my top, <laughs> top, top 20, at least for sure, for sure, in terms of favorite games of all time. Um, great game. Uh, on Twitch TV, slash a switch. Want to check those out? <laughs> They'll come on YouTube at some point when I uh get around to um uploading those. Um, outside of that, what else have I been playing? I'm trying to remember. Oh, can't forget. Uh, God Judgment. So. I mean, that's, that's, that's mandatory, you know? So, uh, if you get the digital version of, uh, judgment, um, you can get it early, basically yesterday. Um, but if you get the physical, you have to get it on Tuesday. I hope that is not a trend cause that is just gonna <sighs> cause an immense sense of confliction within me uh because you know for those that don't know i'm kind of a it depends on the game but i'm kind of a stickler for getting a physical version of a game over uh digital with with some exceptions so generally in most scenarios it depends on the game and the dynamics of course but my general rule of thumb is uh if a game is online and you know given that it's on uh, or online multiplayer to be, be uh, specific, specific, specific. Um, I tend to get the digital version because it's just overall more convenient that way because I'll more than likely be playing in a significant amount of time than a standard single player game. Uh, then if it's a single player game, I tend to go uh, physical because it's, you know, Generally, after I play it for a significant amount of time, I'll be done with it in most cases. Um, but that's generally my rule of thumb with, you know, some exceptions here, here, here and there, or, you know, sales and stuff like that, I'll assume. But um, it's been it's been causing a, you know, conflict now, especially like with judgment. It kind of messes with my, you know, my tradition. Like, OK. Ah, well, I mean, it comes out way earlier if I get digital over physical, because ah, that's going to suck. That's going to suck if that's a trend. I hope that's not a trend, but at the same time, it is convenient to play a game or that that much earlier than, uh, you know, when it releases of all the games, though, games made by uh, 
Sega or published by Sega, made by Ryuga Gotoku. I'm gonna butcher this. Ryuga Gotoku Studios. So, <sighs> first world problems, clearly. But um, hey, the problems nonetheless. All right, let me have my problems. Let me have this. Um, but yeah, other than that. <sighs> Has there been anything else? Yeah, that's pretty much been it. That's pretty much what I've been up to. Um, I haven't really been watching much uh, outside of JoJo and uh, Attack on Titan. Um, pretty interesting episodes uh, for each. Uh, finally, after what I don't know, feel like an eternity, we see who this dude looks like. Uh, Jesus, that was like the... <laughs> It was getting to the point where it's kind of annoying. Like, okay, like uh, how many times are we gonna keep making this person mysterious and we don't know who he actually is or what he looks like, whatever. God, at least they just got that out of the way. Cause I'm like Jesus, like come on now. But uh, yeah, specifically with JoJo's, cause uh, I don't know. Ever since I've just always had a soft spot for JoJo. I can't help it. Um, Attack on Titan. I just don't remember much of Attack on Titan, to be honest. Um, last episode was, man, it's been a while, but maybe that is, a, I guess, a testament to the episode. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. I don't know what well, it could, <laughs> to be honest, it could be the latter. So I'm going to give that a benefit of the doubt. Um, all in all, man good stuff all around I'd say so it's a great time great time to be a a nerd or aka otaku or what have you or gamer in general whatever whatever surface term you want to use it's a great time for it so um trying to think if there's anything else worth covering I don't think there is so uh, I think I'll end it there, guys. Um, outside of that, a little bit of housekeeping, of course. Be sure to like, favorite, kiss, suck, um, pucker, I don't know. Um, all of the various platforms that this podcast is on, if you did enjoy it, which uh, for the time being is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Music or Google Podcasts, I forgot, but it's on there either way. So, um, outside of that, uh, feel free to catch me, um, like a rare poke. <laughs> Why did I use that? <laughs> Why, uh, catch me <laughs> like a rare Pokemon? Uh, what? All right, um, on uh, Twitch TV. Uh, slash a switch. Um, I definitely plan to uh, stream some um, judgment. Um, man, I feel like that game is gonna be great. That might be the second coming of Yakuza. I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, it feels like at least. I've kind of been on media blackout in terms of, like the Japanese version and all that until like the U.S. version came out, which is now. Um. So, yeah, that's definitely at least what I tentatively plan to uh, stream uh, probably sometime this weekend. Um, and also catch my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash a switch. Uh, also, check me out or support uh, this podcast and other endeavors on uh, patreon.com slash a switch which uh plan okay i keep saying this every <laughs> i keep saying this every episode but okay i'm getting there all right i plan to make some you know probably timed exclusive stuff or even ex- completely exclusive stuff still figuring that out but either way patreon.com slash a switch uh outside of that you can also catch me on twitter uh just tweeting ignorant black black man stuff is <laughs> ignorant black man stuff yeah 
I ain't gonna lie, that's, that's probably the best way to describe it. But uh, yeah, but until next time, guys. Oh yeah.